Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Monday, September 4th, Labor Day, which I'm going to talk about tonight, which is not a day I celebrate, just so you know. It's all based on a secret society and unions, and I'm not a fan of either since they're part of the communist agenda to take down the world. But anyway, I hope you're having a good day. At least it's a day off. You can be doing some barbecue. Hopefully you're doing a lot of barbecue. Eat lots of meat. That's a good way to defy the cabal. And eat meat, don't eat bugs. That would be a good thing, too. Patriots, as we uh, head into this crazy month here, you got to have a couple things on hand. And for those of you that are looking at the world and saying, are we going to survive? I'd say, well, we can help ourselves survive. And you can do that a couple of ways. One way you can do that is to get a thing to protect all your electronics in your vehicles, your house, your generators, your solar systems, your RVs, your ATVs. That's called EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. This is top-of-the-line product designed and built in the United States, designed and built to the standards of DHS and Department of Defense, and tested in those labs to protect equipment and all of your things digital and electronic from an EMP, EMP level one, two, or three, as well as lightning strikes and solar flares. And lightning strikes seem to be the latest, greatest trick up their sleeve to try to cause all sorts of havoc, like the 1,050 lightning strikes we had the other day that lit off, that ended up burning, resulting in the burning of about another three or, or 12 or 15,000 acres of forest in Oregon. So yeah, they, they continue to play those games. So anyway, Head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you'll get $50 off free shipping plus free shipping, and you're going to get 10% off site-wide right now for the continuation of the Freedom Sale. So again, EMPShield.com, promo code is BARDS, $50 off with that, and they're great products. I have them. I use them. Worth the money. Patriots. Also, Bart's Fest tickets are up and available. Make sure you're getting your tickets. It's going to be a great lineup. We really have some amazing speakers coming in. Super excited. Those things are getting continually updated on the website, bardsfm.com. We have a lot of things coming up on that. Uh, the actual hour-by-hour hour schedule will be up later this week, but you can get an idea. We just added Dr. Lee Merritt is going to be there, and we've got... Tom Renz, I believe, is going to come as well. So we're getting some really good people lining up that want to be there. Uh, tickets are recommended donation of $100 per person, but it's come as pay what you can, and so no one's denied. That's always the principle of how we run these festivals. You know that, but I'm reminding you, and we always have such amazing offset. We have those that can afford what they can and those that are generous and give more, and it always comes out right. So that's why it works so well. That's why God likes his world to work in the way we like our world to work in happiness with our Father. So that's good stuff. Okay. Um, I spent the whole morning, like literally, hauling meat. I had picked up the, my, my two steers that are now in the freezer. And so that's two more steers that I've managed to put in the freezer. Well, that's good. We're getting ready for winter. Patriots, but we do, that is something to keep in mind because we definitely do have a concern for food shortages, and these psychopaths are moving that direction. Here's a piece right here I want you to hear. If y'all care about your food security, you might want to stop and listen. You know this fake meat, Bill Gates agenda, government-ran crap that's coming into our country? You know they're going to produce 22 million pounds a year? You know how much the beef industry does for the American consumer? A hundred 
billion pounds a year. Agriculture is not replaceable. Actually, agriculture livestock is less than 4% of emissions. If you look at electricity, transportation, industry, human impact, agriculture does not even come close to those marks because we are the best stewards of the land and farmers and ranchers create a wholesome and safe product for our country. And politicians, this Biden administration agenda, and ugly people are trying to ruin that. Y'all, we gotta fight for our food supply. No farms, no food. This is the truth, and it's not just limited to the agro-grown beef and the bugs and all this other garbage. The FDA and other agencies right now are on a full-out war of trying to take away livestock. And part of what they're doing, they're trying to do a, a, a regulation here in Oregon. They're trying to ban the production and or raising of livestock by calling it a crime to butcher animals. The only crime is that we're not doing something with the environmentalists and like turning them into dog food or something. But the, the reality is, is that they are on an all-out war to try to take our rights away from raising and doing what is on your land. And in the end of the day, I've said, know your red lines. You better know your red lines and you better stand with your farmers and your ranchers. If these people start to take away their right, you better arm up, get on those properties with them and do the Bundy thing. And I'm, I'm not kidding when I say this. Americans have to start getting real about the threat that's coming. And just because you've got you know, exposures going on and the truth is starting to come out. These people are not stopping. They are not stopping. They're using the financial mechanisms to buy land, to break the backs of farmers and all these things that they're working out of Wall Street to manipulate this economy to bring people to their knees. Take a listen to this report here. This gives you an idea of the government hand and try to shut everything down. Every farmer I know has received a letter in the last 30 days from the Department of Agriculture offering them $3,800 an acre to dispose of their crops. If they do not, they lose 35 cents per pound when they bring in harvest. This is only a 117 acre crop. It will be sold, it won't be disposed of. But they're trying to control the supply chain, ladies and gentlemen. We can't allow that to happen. If you control the food supply, you control the world. Be prepared, ladies and gentlemen, just like I've been telling you. Shortages are coming. Stock up. Be aware. Don't get caught with your pants down because I promise you it's coming. It is coming, and that's why we talk about it so much here. You've got to be prepared. I hope you are. You've got to be stocking up. But more than stocking up, you've got to be aware of what your local ranchers and farmers are dealing with. And you have to be ready to go stand with them. And I mean this completely. It has to be when they come in to try to shut down a ranch, there better be a 50 to 100 armed patriots there telling those feds to get the hell out of there. And if your sheriff's not going to back you up, then take the role of the sheriff in your own hands. This is, this is not a game. These people are criminal. They are obsessed with power. And they, have, they are all on the payroll of corporations like Tyson, who just for the record, Trump put Tyson in charge of the food system. Don't think that was a good idea. Trust me. That was just handing it like right to the hands of the devil himself. All right, patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you today for this blessed moment that we come together and we assemble and pray before you and, and bring our hearts before the throne. And truly, as we do this with our free will, we place ourselves openly before you to be shown the ways of wisdom, the ways that we've fallen, the ways that we can stand, humbly asking for forgiveness for those things that we have done or have perhaps don't know we've done 
in violation of the ways of, of the kingdom. Father, today is just, as we sit here today in reflection, is a day that is a, technically a holiday. It gives us a chance to reflect deeply on the state of the nation and the state of the world where we are at. And Father, with that, we're just completely blessed with this walk that we're in. And as we continue to stand this place in line, or in, in this time, in a line against this evil, we are truly a, a remnant now standing more boldly than ever in the, in the authority of kingdom. So, Father, we're just asking in this day as we continue to stand, you continue to open those doors that only you can open, to stand in this time when we will, embracing those authorities given to us in kingdom, to truly stand before evil and to not let evil move. Furthermore, to find the opportunities to crush evil and dispel it forever. And so, Father, this is also a day of prayer for our nation. Even though this is officially a day of Labor Day, a kind of a distorted holiday. Nonetheless, it's a day of reflection for our nation to celebrate the hardworking men and women that have built this nation, the, the sweat, the blood, the tears that have built through innovation, through the love of the land, the stewardship of the land, the raising up of the greatness of what we are. Over the years, Father, sadly, this this ideas have been distorted. They have been influenced by big money, big banks. They've been corrupted by the ideas of greed, but at the core of this of this country, the farmer and the rancher still remain at the core of everything we are as a nation. And those things, even though they can get to be large ranches or large agribusinesses, at the core, it's still about stewarding the land and doing the right thing to raise up food and well-being for the livestock we're given, the seeds that we're given to sow in a nation that has to be fed, in a world that has to be fed. Sadly, Father, we're in a time right now when we see such a decline in the rancher, the small rancher, the small farmer. The opportunities have been taken away. There's very little discussion these days on revitalizing that way of life, and yet it's the core and principle of all that we are and all that we must do to restore this nation. Hard work, sweat, tears, the, the whole principle of earning what we eat and raising what we eat and being able to put food on our tables, the core principle of literally walking as sovereigns in this land. So, Father, our prayer today is to, to raise that up again, to raise up that spirit of, of adventure and, and that spirit of sovereignty and that spirit of independence for people to step in now and to celebrate this day, not because of unions, but because of the hands of the men and women that have toiled so long and so hard to build the dreams in this nation that have built a foundation that we can revive once again. The corrupted politics, fortunately, don't corrupt everything. And this is a time now where as we celebrate the land and we celebrate the stewardship, we're celebrating you. We're celebrating the gifts you've given us. And we're celebrating the, the wisdom you've provided for us. We're celebrating the stewardship and all that's around us, knowing that through you all things are possible and through this, all dreams are possible. Father, we pray today for our farmers that have, have gone under tremendous stress over this last few years, in particular the small farmers, those that are truly the backbone of this nation, the farmers that are struggling to make ends meet, the farmers that almost everyone, 92% of our farmers have to have some, a wife or a, someone in the family has to work a second job just to sustain that business. And yet that's the core of it. They do it not for money, but they do it because it's a way of life that they, they don't want to leave. We pray for our small ranchers, the ranchers that are making the difference in the herds of 25, 50, 100, 200 cattle, 
that are just keeping the diversity of the livestock out there, stewarding the animals, stewarding the land, helping regenerate the fields through the ecosystems that happen through a natural course of events. And we're celebrating both of these, the farmer and the, and the rancher, that are raising the food that people rely on to eat, healthy food, not the agro-business food, but the healthy foods that we are in. Father, we, we also pray for those that the hands and the labor that move that food and the move the resources in this nation. That would be our truckers. That would be our miners. That would be our, our fabricators, our welders, our electricians, all of these people, our plumbers, our, con- our construction hands that are building things, fabricating things, making the infrastructure possible on this day. This is a day to celebrate truly the hard and true labor, not associated with anything other than their hearts and the passions for the job that they have done and continue to do. These are the people that make this nation. These are the people that have the indomitable spirit. These are the people that become overcomers. They don't do things because they get wealthy. They do things because of the love of what they do in the creation with their hands. And so, Father, we continue to pray for these people. These are the fabric and foundation that the elites spit on and the the people that live in these privileged spaces in the cities expect those these hardworking men and women to be their servants. It's an attitudinal shift that has to occur in our country. And these people are the, are the rock that make this country work. And they are the ones that must be recognized and raised up in prayer to continue to give them strength. And Father, this includes the many people, no matter what their jobs are, that the hard laborers out here working each day to build dreams, to, to build something substantial with our hands, to toil and to build, to try, to fail, to rise up again, to try, to fail, but to ultimately succeed because it's that knowledge of what happens when we fall, we get dirty, we stand back up, brush ourselves off, and charge again and succeed. That's the spirit of America. and We're praying into that spirit of America revival right now to, to excite people again to be a hardworking American, not to be a lazy welfare government recipient, UBI-type recipient, that it means nothing to us. We want the value of the dollar that we work for to be representative of the labor that we present to this world in, in the kingdom's way. And we want to be able to build our dreams and build our, our worlds with the talents and gifts that you give us to raise those up, to make greater things, to share that resource to the world, to raise people up, to raise our communities up, and to build a hard-working, hard-grounded labor that ultimately establishes a morality that's deep in Christ, and understands the, the what is right and what is wrong. There's no confusion in these places, Father. There's no confusion of gender. There's no confusion of anything other than the principle of hard work builds the strength and the soul within us. So in this day, we raise up all of the working men and women in this nation in prayer. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm telling you, have to really pay attention to what these holidays are. But fortunately, we can turn them. We can, our words have the power of life and death. Patriots, one thing that is important is you're entering into this time right now of working on your gardens, hopefully, for the new season and for heading into winter. You need good tools. And there is a great tool, which I'm always happy to, to pitch here, and that is Treadlight Broadforks. Treadlight, T-R-E-A-D-L-I-T-E, Broadforks. Treadlight Broadforks are a... A super important tool for doing no-till gardening. It, it helps keep your soil rich and, and with all the bio, bio life in, in excitingly growing within it without having to till it around with a rototiller. It, keeps, it helps build great tilth in your soil. 
and a great soil health. These broad forks, once you start to use them, you literally will never go back. This is a family-owned business. They're a great product. The best quality broad fork I've come across, bar none. I have quite a number of them. I use them regularly, and once you start to use them on your beds and your your planting areas, you're going to discover just how successful and how what a great product it is for a successful garden. And so this is obviously different than just a like a digging fork. These are a, a, they have deep tines. You can you use a, a, cross, a heavy crossbar in the middle that you can step and pull. And with the, I would recommend if you order these to get them with the steel handles. They're great. They're great value. There's a product you'll never have to replace in your life. And it's a once-in-a-lifetime purchase, and they're just that good of quality. So head on over to treadlightbroadforks.com, treadlightbroadforks.com. The link is always below the podcast. With this, you'll get free shipping on all these orders. They're really a good product and worthy of having, an important one to have, especially since Digging and digging and churning your soil is so important without the use of petrochemicals. It's a good idea. Hey, lots of stuff is continuing to come out. Tucker's beginning to be the real truth bomb guy, and he's seeding up some stuff which we know is coming. But again, we're seeing a lot of the dropping of 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 uh, truths out here that are going to eventually filter the way over even to the hard, most hardened liberals. Take a listen. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports in this gets no access to the Obama campaign. So that means Michael's a, a he's Michael's a Michelle. Michael is a is a tranny. Obama's gay, and that's why they didn't want the public knowing because they that's how they set their agenda up in D.C. I understand that. I, I mean, this is true. We understand that when President Trump came into the White House, he had people pray through the White House because he was they were so disgusted at the sort of crazy sex orgies that was going they were going on up there with the Obamas, which wouldn't surprise me at all. They're disgusting people. Uh, Patriots, also, we have the looming threat of the vax, which I don't think is really going to go anywhere as long as people are vocal about it. But I think this young man's perception and per, in presentation here probably sums up the way we all feel. COVID-19, the pandemic, it's over. We don't care anymore. The people who wanted the vaccine, they already got it. The people who don't want the vaccine, we're still not going to get it. Nothing is going to change. I'm not waiting for permission from Dr. Fauci or Joe Biden or the WHO. You don't rule over me. I'm not your subject. I'm a free citizen in a free country, and you do not get to tell me what to do. In this country, we the people hold the power, and the government does not have the authority to mandate that I do anything, and nor does any employer. So you can mandate stuff all day long. We don't care. We'll shut the whole thing down. You want to keep the economy running? You better not mandate vaccines. You want to keep your private business open? You better not mandate vaccines. Have fun running a business with 50% of your staff. Because people are standing up. They're sick and tired of being told what to do by people who don't have the authority to tell them what to do. We're taking our country back. It doesn't matter whatever mandate you put out. We're going to ignore it. You can take your mandates, your vaccines, your masks, your passports, and you can shove them all up your collective buttholes because we don't care. <laughs> I think you summed that up pretty well. And here's the thing, and I, I will say this. We are going to talk about it because if these companies start to roll out mask mandates, it has to be all hands on deck, and that company has to be destroyed. 
And for any employers out there that are listening and you think that you're going to have to put on a mask mandate because the state's telling you, this time, there's no forgiveness. You pull this crap again with us and you start to bow down to the state and you don't stand with the people, you're going to go out of business. And we're going to see to it because we just won't buy your junk. And it will not be forgotten. Once burned, okay. Twice burned, stupid is what we are. And we won't let that happen again. So just a forewarning to everybody out there in business, if you listen to this and you're in the, on the cusp of what to do, the answer is don't comply because I will call out businesses by name and they start to do this. And it is going to be all hands on deck to put those companies out of business because you've earned the right to be destroyed since you think you have the right to tell us how to live and it ain't going to work. So, you know, you'll remember that the commerce base of what you do is what drives your business and it means you need people to do it. One of the things that we are in right now, Patriots, is a time of disclosure. Obviously, a lot of things surfacing. If you've been paying attention, a lot of our past histories are have obviously been distorted and been buried. We're not really told the truth. Interestingly, this is a short piece here I want you to hear. Hemp. Hemp, obviously, we're seeing more use of it in the CBD oil line. We've seen more use of hemp in the rising need of hemp to use in clothing fabric. But what we didn't realize is how well developed hemp was to run engines as an alternative fuel. Take a listen. Many people are unaware that Rudolf Diesel, the inventor of the diesel engine, initially designed his diesel engine to run off of, guess what, hemp seed oil. I found the video on the internet where a guy had a lawnmower, which was a diesel lawnmower. He drained all the diesel fluid out, including the filter. And after he did that, he found a way to compress hemp seeds and he turned the hemp seed into hemp seed oil. And then after that, he actually filled his tank, his lawnmower tank with hemp seed oil, as you see in this video. And then guess what? Voila, his lawnmower actually ran off of hemp seed oil. No lie, you can do this yourself. But not only that, Henry Ford himself, he actually designed his own hemp car. Amongst the thousands of products made from hemp, one of the most extraordinary is Henry Ford's plastic car. Built in 1941, it contained cellulose fibers derived from hemp, sisal, and wheat straw. The plastic was lighter than steel, yet could withstand 10 times the impact without denting. They lie and they hide everything. And I do mean everything. Yes, they do. So don't believe anything that they put out. <clears throat> it is time that we can start realizing that we have all the gifts that God gave us to run this world without them. And that's going to be the biggest and hardest transition people make because people still want to believe that they need a Trump or they need somebody, hopefully not, a, not Biden, but they need somebody to lead them. It's not true. We don't, but people haven't learned the mature way of living yet. And so they're leaning on these idols to carry them through. Fact of the matter is that if you took a thousand BDADs, Bars Nation folks, and we came together in one big meeting in a big chunk of property where we could break off into innovative groups, I will guarantee you, and I've said this, with the talent that sits within this community, and it can be a thousand, it can be 10,000. The, the point is with the talent that exists within the Bards Nation community, 
we could solve every critical crisis that we now face as a nation and we wouldn't need government once. That's the attitude we all need to have. And then this day, this Labor Day, that's the things that I honor. And those are the things that I pray for is the American strength of innovation, the American lack of need for governance, governments, and in particular, this ridiculous communist governance that we're dealing with, and the need that we have to innovate, to be free, to use God's gifts and talents to overcome and to really solve the critical problems of our time. And there's a lot of them, but we definitely can do it together. Patriots, hope you have a very blessed day. Hopefully you're running a good barbecue. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.